All right. Are you ready? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Carlisle Tattoo Co. Bold, bright and everlasting. You can find us at 178 Carlisle Street, St Kilda, Melbourne, Australia. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Carlisle Studios. My name is Bella Hunter. I am a professional tattoo artist at Carlisle Tattoo Co. and Vintique Tattoo Parlour. And I'm lucky enough to have here with me again... Mr. Hal Hunter. Hello, Hal. Hello, Bella. Thank you for the beautiful intro. I appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome, Dal. I am also a professional tattooer at Carlisle Tattoo Co. and Vintage Tattoo Parlor. And this is Carlisle Studios where we talk about some things and we answer some of your questions and, yeah, just general chit-chat. And thank you, Hal, for just saying exactly what I've just said. Yeah, I just thought I'd <laughs> add in my, my bit on it, you know? Yeah, okay. You just wanted to feel included. Yeah. All right, well then, Bella, how's your week been? Well, hold on. I was about to say this episode, mm-hmm. we're very relaxed. Very relaxed. We're currently sitting in our living room. Yes. On the couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've set up the mics on like a Obviously, little side Obviously, how table. else would we be recording it without the mics? Oh, shush. And I've got little Tintin next to me chewing on her football mm-hmm. and I'm already in my pyjamas. What yeah. more could you want? You're really selling it to the listeners. I am. And I just made really nice stir fry for dinner. It was actually really good. I was very impressed. Yeah. Excuse if I have the sniffles, I've accidentally rubbed onion into my eyeballs. So yeah, that's not fun. But anyway. How's your week been? My week's been great. Fill me in. Well, I always go backwards with my weeks. We, we know, know this, guys. We know. If you're a active listener, you would know that. Yep. So we started off this morning a little bit different. We did, actually. Well, yep. yeah, we did. So for some of you who might not know, I now am having Thursdays off. Mm-hmm. And Hal is a very avid surfer. <laughs> and he said to I me- am. Will you come to the beach with me on Thursday morning so I can surf? Because he's not too keen on like surfing alone because, you know, you don't want to drown or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think many people would want to drown, but. No. Yeah. Doesn't sound fun. Nah. Anyway, so I woke up this morning yes. and we went to the beach with the doggies. We did. We, um, yeah, I've been, me and my mate Ariel, my surfing buddy, we. Been putting a lot of effort into our surfing, but we feel like just the one surf per week doesn't – Not enough. enough. Definitely not enough. You can do all the training out of the water that you want, but you need that in-water time. So – Well, you do the surf skate like every night. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, just conditions lined up and it was going to be really good. My favourite break down where we are and – um, Guys, just note he won't say what it is because he's becoming one of those no, one not. of those staunch locals that's that like, is not if you don't true. live down here, you shouldn't surf. Bella, that's not true. <laughs> I just think all blow-ins should go home. You yeah, know? exactly. No. Um, yeah, but because it's midweek, Ariel's got to work. Well, he starts work early. And um, yeah, I was like, hey, Bella, can you come and film me as well? So Yeah, I that's can, the real reason you wanted me there because you wanted to analyze, see your progression. Yeah, analyse my surfing. So I was the paparazzi. It was actually really good. I've not spent a lot of time out there by myself. Also, I think I did a really good job, probably the best job I've ever done at getting the content. You got all the waves I caught. Every single wave yeah. for the first time ever. Because I was, I was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to have high expectations because like – it's, it's hard sometimes to here. sit there and watch people. No, about your your filming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pardon me. Um, it can be really difficult to film someone surfing if you it don't is. if you don't surf yourself. It's so difficult because like you, you don't necessarily know how it all works. But um, yeah, well, my no, thing was, was because was we happy. had the dogs. Yeah, I also had to entertain them and throw the ball to them. You did. So I was nervous that every time I'd turn around to throw the ball, mm-hmm. you would get on a wave real quick and then I'd miss nah. it. But I didn't. I was watching. I was only going to catch waves when you were, like, watching me. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Um, anything else happened this week, Bella? Oh, lots of things. Um, I was just out and about today. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Going to Chadston. I, I bought you a few presents. You did. So that was fun. 
I think um, you've drastically underestimated the size of my body with this top you've got me. <laughs> yeah, look, I think I got one yeah. size too small. It's, I thought it was meant to be like a real soft, cosy, casual knitted sweater, but it's like a skin tight skivvy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. It's like a skin's top. Lucky, I think we can stretch it out. I'll just wear it around the house for 10 minutes with my big gut and I'll stretch it. It's not the stomach bits, the arms. Yeah, look, I'll I'll stretch it. Slim slim fit. But you know what? It's fine because we pretty much wear the same size in all clothes anyway. Yep. So that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, This week I did – I've done quite a few chest eagles in in my short career. Yeah. But this week I did my biggest one. Your biggest one? My biggest one. And do you know how I know that? How do you know that? I couldn't fit it through the stencil machine using one sheet of paper. Oh, wow. So I had to cut it in half. I was only off by like like four centimetres or something. Yeah. But it was my biggest one. Nice. Congratulations. And it was on a long-time customer. It was. So thank you, Lockie. Look good. Look good as well. Um, And I'm also getting – I really don't know if I should bring this up or not. Oh, Because for some people it's a bit boring. But I'm I'll let a- you know if it's boring. Okay. And I'll be honest. Okay. I'm getting a lot of questions about like the whole baby situation. Uh, I don't See, know. See, boring to most. Are you already going into the questions? No. Oh, I was about to no. say. Just cut me out of it. Why don't you? No. What I was going to say is because I'm getting a lot of questions about the baby situation. Yep. We have made more progress on the nursery and that is a part of my weekly <laughs> recap. <laughs> Yeah. You need to start doing an Instagram like this, no. is, my, this is my nursery build. Absolutely not. Yeah. That would be mortifying in my mind. Okay. Um, You're really pushing off the mummy blogger. You're trying to hold back from it. but I, I don't think I could do it. I, I can see you doing it. No, because I'd be really awkward at it. No, you wouldn't. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not you that You do a podcast where you talk about everything that you do. <laughs> How the fuck could it be awkward you – Doing some sort of mummy blogger Well, mummy stuff. bloggers always post photos of themselves and that I'm not super into. You still do that online. Very rarely. Nah, not that you, rarely. I think we've only posted – well, you ruined it the other day by posting that shocking <laughs> yeah. photo of me on your story. I thought it was good. I legitimately put it up because I thought it was a good photo. It's horrendous. I'm wearing like pants that are up to my boobs. They would have seen it. Bella, 15,000 people saw it. Yeah, it's disgusting. So- Anyway, so that's also a part of my weekly recap. Mm -hmm. And I've just been doing some good tattoos that I really like on a bunch of customers that I think I had three customers in the past week and a half Mm -hmm. that I haven't tattooed since we opened Carlton. Ah, okay. Pretty crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Um, But that's pretty much it. Yesterday I was real happy with two that I did. I did a big... Eagle on one thigh and a dragon on the yeah. other. On the guy I tattooed the day before. He flew yes. down from Newcastle. Yes, so thank you very much. Yeah, no, that was cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of my week. Would yep. you like to take me through your week? Um, yeah, pretty standard. I did the biggest knee web I've ever done, which – and it was really heavy black as well, which I did like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, – I had to add an extra, an extra row of like circ- – um, not Webs, circles, webbings. An extra row of web in there to, to make it. Not, on the inside and outside, the, right? No, just on the inside so that because I – Otherwise the hole was too big. Yeah, the hole on the in the inside was going to be too big. I walked past when you were doing it mm. to make a stencil and I was like shocked. It was shocked. massive. <laughs> it was actually massive. It was huge. Yeah. But I was – because I was sitting there being like, why is it taking him so long to do a web? It wasn't that – it didn't take me that long. No, it took you maybe like – Half an hour more than yeah, okay. normal. Oh, so you're thinking, fuck, I was off time today. He's not on schedule. Well, yeah. Yeah, I then Because well, you were working on the knee for so much longer. Yeah, just working on some sleeves. I did a tattoo that I thought was really cool. Um, it was – I posted it on my Instagram. It was on around some healed work that I'd done before on a hand. What one's that? Um, this one, the photo. So it was the, he already had the scorpion oh, on God, the hand yeah. and the eagle above it, which I did. And then we just did some filler stuff, which I drew on, which was fun. I thought it all linked together pretty good. Uh, I did a rat fink tattoo, which is um, rat finks like a – oh, shit, sorry. I was pulling that over. Bloody about to knock the table yeah, over. rat finks like a cartoon 
Um, I can't remember the original artist. He's like, oh, I have no idea what Ratfink like is. He's like very famous artist. But anyway, his ca- character was called Ratfink and it's like a rat and it's very synonymous with hot rod car culture. Yeah, so I've seen the rat character many times before but I have no idea what it is. Yeah, and I got to do one of them. Ratfink riding a eyeball with wings in colour, which you was actually really- much colour. No, no, and this was a really fun tattoo to do. Um, it was on a hot rod guy or like a car guy. Um, that's why he wanted it. So yeah, something really fun to do. Blended some colors and stuff, which I don't usually do. Mm, so yeah, I was uh, really happy with that. We then on the weekend made some good progress on my my garage. Oh, we did too. Yeah, you didn't you put got it in me. yours. You didn't put it in yours. I was. I only just remember because I'm looking at the photos. Well, do you know why I didn't? Because I why? didn't take a photo. Because yeah. specifically- I cannot have a photo of it in Why? my phone when there's one square of that map missing. That's the disappointing bit. So I uh, went for a surf on the weekend, putrid conditions, but just good to get out there. On the way back, because I had the, I was driving the Chevy Ute, which I've committed to driving a lot more. Um, Still for sale if anyone wants it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not fast because I actually really enjoy driving it now. Yeah. And went to Bunnings and I was like, I'm going to stock up here because I got the, the Ute tray. Then yeah, I got. I was like, saw this foam matting, which like little squares, and they mind you, together. I've said to you a hundred times, yeah. hey, we should get this. You probably have. I definitely have. Loaded up on that. Then we rearranged the garage, got the full gym area going. Um, yeah, really, I'm really happy with it. Got the skate area in there. Yeah, and yeah, that was fun. Now I spend a lot of time in there every night. You just, actually do. I've just become like a garage guy. And we put like a little fan there for when it gets really hot in summer and when you've really yeah. pumped some We've iron. preempted the heat because yep. it's fucking freezing at the moment. And you've even put like a little radio system in there. I have Bluetooth. It keeps cutting out though. And uh, now I know why that Bluetooth speaker is in the cupboard. In the, yeah, cupboard that we yeah. never open. And then, yeah, I um, did a full day yesterday down at Vintique on um, a regular customer's leg. We're just doing pieces on there. So he got a bunch done. Mm-hmm. Uh, went for the surf this morning, then, yeah, tattooed all day, which was, uh, yeah, good day. So all in all, that's a pretty standard week. Did you see that photo I sent you? Which one? The, this morning of the toilet. The miniature toilet? Yeah. I did. I wrote back. Oh. Yeah. It was absurd. I went to Chadston <laughs> and I obviously that, had to go to the toilet. It wasn't that weird. There was a cubicle, like I just walked into the cubicle and there was a normal sized toilet and then a miniature toilet next to it for like, I assume your child. I've never seen that in my life. It was uh, like, honestly, weirdest thing. I love that you're just mind blown by that. It's, it rattled me. They're called little people, Bella. And they, they need toilets as well. <laughs> it was just weird. Very it weird. Wasn't, it's weird that you're like into it. I'm not into it. I can't get over it. I'm not into little toilets. Where's the questions? Okay. Yeah. I've got quite a few. Oh, hey, hang on. Today. Yes, master. I feel like, well, so last night I got home and I was on a bit of a hustle mode mood about um, Carlisle Threads. Yeah. So that is carlislethreads.com if you want to sign up to the early access email. But yeah, that will be coming very soon. Um, but yeah, just a bit of admin and stuff behind it. So I was like- um, Getting a bit of hustle going with that. And then because I was, didn't have anyone to sit next to in the car this morning, I was just thinking about <laughs> ways we can sort of progress what we're doing or um, expand it or, you know, make it better or whatever. And got onto thinking about the podcast. And then I was thinking about, um, yeah, like getting some more people on and, you know, what we're going to do with it. Because the the list, the, like, you know, really happy with how many people are listening to it and the engagement we get. It's always good when people message us questions and um, message us back in response to things we've said on the podcast and stuff. But, um, yeah, I put a bit of effort in today. I had this – I was doing my first tattoo today, this Reaper, and all I was thinking about was like, oh, I'd love to do this. I'd love to get this person on. I'd love to do that. So then in between my first and second tattoo when I was out the back doing the stencil – I was like, I messaged like all these people I want to get on. Well, originally so, when we started planning to do the podcast, we wrote down a list of people that we would yeah. want to have on here and you reached out to 
quite a few of them that were on there, but also some new people that weren't. Yeah. So which was exciting. Yeah, no, I'm just excited. And I was like, you know what? I might go and travel to see some people, get them on the potty, all that. So yeah, start putting a bit more, not more effort, but like um, more Mixing effort. Up a bit. Yeah, more effort into bringing other people on because it obviously is just us. But um, yeah, go. Uh, sorry, that sounded really weird. I was going to say, go ahead with the questions. Okay. Yes, master. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm not choosing these in any order. This is okay. just. Yeah, just a random order that you've put together. Well, it's just screenshotted. Okay. So that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Um, other than Melbourne, what country slash city has the best tattoo culture in your opinion? Mm. Best tattoo culture. Uh, well, I'm culture biased, man. obviously, because of the style that I do. So it would probably, or obviously, it's going to vary style to style. Um, I would say, well, like for American traditional, obviously, you have to say America. And then I think within that, the favorite city I've been to tattoo culture wise was New York City. Worked there a few times, been tattooed there a few times. So many good world-class shops across all different styles, but that, you know, like it's a real mecca for traditional style tattooing. And there's some shops there that are, I guess, like world leaders in the style that I came up really idolizing. So, yeah, that's probably the city that is sort of stuck in my mind. There's other ones that, you know, like sort of more, I would say more obscure cities that actually got really good tattoo culture, like Mm -hmm. Mexico city in Mexico. Um, Guy Lee tattoos there. Texas. Um, Yep. Texas is not a city, but it's a state. It said country slash city. So I'm just going rogue. (laughs) Yeah. You're going rogue. Um, Yeah. I think predominantly like heavily influenced by like America. Um, and like a lot of things in Australia is heavily influenced by America. So, um, yeah, for me, it would probably be New York. What about you, Bella? Well, I've actually never tattooed overseas, so I haven't yep. seen it in the same way that you have. Mm-hmm. But we have been to LA, New York and San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed all of those because I was an apprentice at the time I was literally just starting my apprenticeship. Yeah. Um, so I started looking at it in a very different way. So they're probably like the top three. So American cities. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. We haven't really been to – like we've been to a lot of places but not really many for like the tattoo culture. Yeah. I, th- I also think like there's places I would love to go for the tattoo scene, but n- not specifically tattoo there or anything, but like, and I don't know specifically the cities. Like I can probably just assume it's Tokyo, but like going to Japan, um, there's some like obviously great Japanese tattooers mm. who work there. That would be cool. Um, I yeah. really like a lot of Korean tattoo artists as well. Yeah. Well, I went to Korea and tried to get tattooed. It was a bit more difficult than I thought it was going to yeah. be. From based of, off what you told me about that experience, trying to book in to get a tattoo. Yeah. It might be as different a tattoo now, artist but this was like- Five, few, six years ago? Yeah, five years ago maybe. So it was a little bit, I found it a little bit difficult to try and get tattooed. Obviously there's a big language barrier there as well. But um, yeah, New York for me. Cool. Do you guys enjoy freehand drawing on tattoos and fillers? Uh, I do, depending on what it is. So my blanket rule, well, not blanket rule, my my rule usually is if it's something that's like symmetrical or uh, something like a face, for example, like a human face, not a skull, um, that's something I'd, I'd rather stencil on. Um, but yeah, for any pretty much anything else – I really like the process of drawing it on. I think it's easier to, you know, draw a whole section of on of gap fillers. Just say like you're doing someone's leg. You might, I'd probably draw on the whole front of the shin, all the gaps, mm. then tattoo them all. 
um, rather than just like do one little one and then one little one and one little one. And I think that like allows you to get the whole v- like view what the whole thing's going to look like as a as a. I do agree altogether. about that bit that you've just yeah. said, but I personally, <clears throat> I personally don't enjoy as much hand drawing on designs, only for the one main reason of when I have done it and I've been like stoked with what the option was, and then your customer is like, yeah, not super into it, but you've spent like. 20 minutes or yeah. however long doing it. And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to have to wipe it off and draw something so then you can approve what I've drawn and then I'll make the stencil of it. Yeah. So I generally don't love the process that much because you, the customer doesn't know what they're going to get until you're done, finished with That's your drawing. That's true. That can be difficult and it's hard to make adjustments. You sort of have to start the whole thing again if you're going to make any adjustments to exactly. it. So that can be difficult, definitely. And, like, um, even if you say, like, oh, yeah, I'll just add, like, this little bit to that section and change it up, yeah. they can't visualise it. Yeah. So it's, I always – like, when you draw them on, they always look real messy. Yeah. So And, yeah. like, the line thickness because you're using, like, a Sharpie or whatever. Yeah. It's very hard for them to imagine. Yeah. That's something, though, that – like I really only started drawing stuff on freehand in the last few years. Yeah, maybe two um, or three years for you, I guess. Yeah, and I definitely remember like when I used to do small gap fillers and stuff when I was um, earlier in my career that I would much prefer to stencil them on yeah. because I'd take a tracing typically of the gap then I'd go and draw something on tracing paper to fit inside that gap mm-hmm. and then you stencil that on. So it's like – um. Which, you know, like you're drawing to the shape and all that sort of stuff, but you're not drawing straight onto the skin. And yeah, I guess like just over time, like just got more confident and yeah. not, ne- well, yeah, my drawing ability's gotten better, but um, I think you just start to think about it and look at it a bit differently when you do the drawing on more. And you do, you see people, some people draw all their tattoos on. Hamish Hamilton, he's massive yeah. on the freehand draw on. Um, and that obviously works for him, but I think it's a bit of a learned skill. Like, I think for yeah. my clientele and me professionally where I'm at in my career, it's not my first choice. Yeah, that's fair um, enough. I think. I, lo- I, like, lots I would of the guys more. don't do it. I would love to more. There's probably only a handful of customers that are regulars that I would freely hand draw stuff on and I just know that they're going to be like, yeah, I just trust you. Yeah. But that's always like, and you know, just just my opinion, obviously. But that's always why anyone I've been involved with, they're they're learning to tattoo. Um, I always recommend using tracing paper, pencil, or pen, because that's how you, you learn the skill of potentially. Yeah, and like on. lots of people come up and use iPads, which is great if that's what you're into. But I've always um, thought l- learning the actual physical, you know drawing skill of drawing a flower, drawing a skull, whatever, you know what it feels like to draw it by hand. And then that's an easier progression into drawing onto the skin. And that's different for someone like Bobby, for example, who started his career and for a long, long period of his career, iPads weren't a thing. So he has that drawing ability. Whereas now he uses the iPad all the time. Because it's quicker for him. He still has the ability to do the drawing onto the skin because he's he's got that drawing ability. He's like learnt to draw. Yeah. But for younger tattooers, you know, if you've started tattooing in the last three three or four years when iPads have become a lot more prevalent, um, I always recommend that that's – yeah, if you do want to progress into being able to draw things on and obviously start doing – freehand drawings out of small gap fillers and once uh, depending on your ability you can progress that up to something you know where you're drawing on a whole sleeve Mm. it's just straight up you don't have to stencil anything or then if you become like ultra talented you know you see people drawing on back pieces and stuff like Mm. that or a lot of guys who are really well versed in japanese style tattooing you know they can do like a very rough dragon drawing from scratch on someone's back. And it's almost like they're just a few guideline areas and then they just fucking freehand tattoo the thing on pretty much. Yeah, that blows my mind. So that's why- I would never even attempt that. Yeah, I wouldn't attempt something like that either because I don't have that ability. But I think the stepping stones are there and the first stepping stone is- you're learning to draw with a pencil and tracing paper. That can be in conjunction with an iPad, but I think, yeah, having that freehand drawing ability 
is um, the best. Yeah, it's like a massive um, Bonus skill. To your skill. Career. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Hal. Yes. Have you guys ever gotten Tabori done? No. No, I have not either. You had a friend that did prior to you tattooing, though. I actually don't know if you would consider it Tabori. So Tabori is um, the traditional method of Japanese tattooing, which is um, like hand poke tattooing. Mm. Um, I don't know too much more about it than that. I know like there's definitely some Japanese tattooers you can get it from. Rob Mopar in Melbourne who owns Sacred Monkey. He does Tabori. I believe it's on by request. So you can like book in to get tattooed by him and say, hey, I want this done Tabori, which is – yeah, it's like they use needles obviously on a big stick and they hand poke themselves. Um, from my understanding, it's like there's benefits to how it heals. There's obviously downsides to how long it takes, you know, whatever the – but, yeah, it's a it's like traditional Japanese tattooing. Um, I've never had it done. I know a few people have had it done. Uh, my, my friend when I was younger who got – he got a traditional – Tattoo done. I'm trying to think of what country. It was in- Was it Argentina or something? uh, No, I think it was like Cambodia or something like that. Oh, okay. It was actually by the oldest tatterer in the world. She's become quite- She was always recently. Yeah, but now she's- Because she's over 100 now. Yeah. She's become- She she was on the cover of Vogue. Yeah, you definitely would have seen photos of her. Weeks and months ago. And if you just look her up um, on Google, I think if you just type in like- oldest tattooer in the world she'll come up yeah so he got tattooed by her which and that would have been when we were very young out of high school i would say so like around 2011 yeah um that's when we finished he got like a a ankle band tribal ankle band from her and that's like a that's more like the application was more like um i don't know the correct terms for this but like the Polynesian style where they like tap it in with another stick. Yes. Yeah. So I, um, I remember seeing the video of him. I don't think it's Tabori, but it's like, yeah, it's like tap, um, tattooing, which you see like a lot of Polynesian styles historically, traditionally getting done that way. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, now I think I might know what this is. Okay. But I'm also going to ask the question to you because I have, it's embarrassing being wrong, even mm-hmm. though I'm wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. The question is, remember the warped tour bodysuit? Thoughts on this? I think <laughs> it's very silly. Okay. Can you explain what it is? Do you know what the warp tour is, Bella? Yeah, wasn't it that fucking music festival yeah. tour? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When was it? The warp tour. It's been got, it's it's like a very long running Punk and when, when hardcore start, show. I don't know when it started. Eighties, oh. nineties. I could be wrong. Is early it still two, going? Early two thousands. I do think it still go. It goes on. It's, it's um. It's in America, right? Well, it came to Australia. Really? Yeah, we went. We did. Yep. It was at Birrarangma. Bir- yeah. And we oh, saw Amity Affliction. Fuck, I sound like the dumbest. Guy. Hate breed. Yep. Um, it was boiling hot. Fuck, we came as Romans played. Conf- I got really close to the mosh. You got annoyed. Confession played with Craft Eyes, the Wait, singer. Do you call it a mosh? Yeah. What? Just the mosh bit. Yeah, though. okay. Yeah, Confession played with Crafter, and I remember this because I didn't. I wasn't like really big into Confession. I l- really but, liked Confession after that. Yeah. I'd never so there was a them. stand selling T-shirts that said straight edges for pussies. And it was directly across from the hardcore stage and Crafter was straight edge and he was like abusing the people in the stand telling, selling yes. the t-shirts. Um, you thought that was funny. Yeah. I was like, that's my, no, actually the, that's not my only interaction with Crafter. He spat a bottle of water on me at a confession show at the Phoenix. And you've never bathed since. At the Phoenix Youth Centre. Not just me specifically. No, it, was like, just it was like everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do I know what the warp tour bodysuit is? Was yeah. that the question? Yeah, remember the warp to a bodysuit, question mark. Of course I remember. Thoughts it's on I- this. I think it's very silly. Who doesn't remember? It's iconic. I'll explain. So the warp to a bodysuit is is like slang language for people who have 
tattoos on all the visible areas of their body. Okay, but, correct. But nowhere else. Yeah, so like your hands, your neck. Yeah, maybe but, some face. Yeah. Probably but, on your lower legs. Yeah, but there's nothing on like your torso. Yeah. And it was con- it was labelled the warp to a bodysuit because a high percentage of people who were in bands that played on the warp tour had only the had those tattoos. Spots. And obviously like See, I just oh, wasn't sure if it was um, because all the people that were going Well, were, yeah, it became because the people on the in the band idolized had the that, then it became like a thing. Okay. And so just a few like off tangents here. So we spoke the other week about celebrities had good tattoos. I cannot remember if we mentioned Travis Barker. We did not. But so he's actually got so he's got some really good tattoos. Yes, he does. I can't Mo- believe we didn't even a, think of that. A lot of the recent stuff um, that he's got, like the realism stuff on his head and, mm. all, and all his back piece and stuff, can't remember who did it, but done really well. He's also been tattooed by, fuck, I could be so wrong here. I believe it's Mike Mahoney who owns what Shamrock. He, what, what do you think he did on him? With- Oh, uh, no, he got a tattoo from him. Um, so I'm just going to quickly Google and check that's his name. I know his last name is Mahoney. Um, how do you spell Mahoney? M-A-H-O-N-Y, isn't it? Yeah. That's definitely not the guy I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Uh, here we go. Yeah, it is. Mike Mahoney. So he owned the um, Shamrock, so- Shamrock Social Club. I think he still does. Um, he tattooed... Biggie Smalls, Notorious Big. Yep. And um, yeah, like really famous tattooer in America. So he he's tattooed Travis Barker as well. Yep. He got a memorial tattoo for, I don't know his first name again, Hawkins, the drummer from Foo Fighters who died recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so Travis Barker's got some really good tattoos. He's also got some some equally shit tattoos. And, um, but- he was like one of the original people on the Warp Tour who, you know, he's like heavily, heavily tattooed now. Yeah. But when he first was like playing, it was like he obviously had his arms and stuff done. Didn't have that much. But then he, yeah, it was like there was a lot, a lot of spare area, but he had his head and his neck and stuff done. So that was like, I believe he was like a proponent of the beginnings of the Warp Tour bodysuit label. Right, okay. And then there was heaps of people in bands, like hardcore bands and stuff who would rock a big neck tat or big like throat wrap around tats, but like literally have zero other tattoos. And it was a real, I remember, I think it was like when I started tattooing, so nine years ago, that was like, you you heard that term getting thrown around a lot. And it was sort of when, um, you know, tattooing was becoming more like, acceptable. Yeah. in the mainstream. But then it was like, cool. In order to be deemed heavily tattooed, then you had to, you had to have your neck done. You had to have your hands yeah, done. Yeah, high exposure spots. But yeah, it was like, so if you're wearing a crew neck sweater or a long sleeve jumper and you've got all those spots done, you look bombed. Yeah. Like you look- But f- then when you're you wearing a t-shirt, covered. you look like a ding dong. Yeah. And like, I've done people's first tattoos on their hands and shit like that. And it's like- I actually, like, whatever, you know, like, if that's what you want and that's how you want to look or- I honestly wouldn't like, care. I wouldn't want it on me. No, it's but like- if someone else wants it, just, if that's what you want, sure, whatever. It depends what your goals are. If you just want a hand tattoo because you think they look cool, that's sick. If if you just want a hand tattoo because you th- you you think other people are going to think you're heavily tattooed, Ba-pow. then it's like, well, <laughs> that doesn't really- it's sort of like an illusion because when you take your shirt off, when you take your shirt off. Yeah, when Hal strips you naked. They realise that you don't have heaps and heaps of tarts. And there was, so it sort of like defeats the purpose in a way, unless you're always going to wear a long sleeve jumper. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, like it's just a term, like a, like a, like a label term that gets thrown around. But I also think, fuck, if, if you just want to have your neck tattooed and you just want to have your hands done, who cares? If that's what you want to look like and you feel good looking like that and you like how it looks, then go for it. Heard it here first, folks. Hal will do your first tat on your neck or your hands if you want it. Well, so if that's what you really want. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Whatever. I do like, yeah, I think just depends what you want. Yeah. Maybe that's a sleeve start. Maybe it's your bodysuit starter. I've yeah. sta- I've actually started full sleeves on the hand before and they've got the full sleeves done. Yeah. 
So and they did. There say, was yeah, like, we'll get it. And there was this big backlash from people who are older than me in tattooing, or people who are older than me who've been tattooed around tattooing, who were like. Yo, you fucking got to earn those tattoos. You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't get them first and you've got to have your whole body done before you get your hands done. I'm like, cool. You know, like I get it. You know, that used to be the thing, but. Times are changing. It's a free for all these days. So. Yeah. The industry's definitely Every second fucking Xanax rapper has his whole face (laughs) tattooed and has literally no other tattoos. Xanax rapper. You know. Post yeah. Malone's a good example. He's now got his whole front tattooed, yeah. but when he came to like popularity and got his whole face blasted, he literally had fucking no tattoos. He had like seriously barely any tattoos. Yeah. So I understand why people look at that now and then they go, oh, cool. You want to look like Post Malone? Well, that's what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you and Hal make a conscious effort to work predominantly in just black traditional? No, I did not make a conscious effort. I myself, um, pointed in the direction of what my customer uh, on the day wants. I, myself. I, myself. Yeah, I. who else could I be? I could identify as whoever I want to be. Fair enough. Hmm, got you there. Yeah, what were you saying? Yeah, it's chosen by your customer and what they want. Yeah. And it just so turns out that in Melbourne, um, I would say black is a bit more popular. Yeah. Especially for our shop, black is... It definitely, it definitely is. But that's like, that's like, it depends how far down the wormhole you want to go. Um, when I first started tattooing, I only, you were only did color tattoos and color was really, really popular. I've said this before. It's the time that you're tattooing in as well. Yeah. I've said this before on the podcast, but I think Bobby, Bobby was, Bobby. (laughs) Bobby was one of the first guys to really push the like heavy black, heavy black traditional like tattoos. Um, and yeah, so it was like you started that, then like more customers would want that. At that time, I was tattooing a lot of customers who were Bobby's customers, but, you know, were happy to get tattooed by me as well. So that sort of dictated a lot for me. And, um, yeah, then it's like the first tattoos that I ever had, same with you, Bella, that were like went popular online were the black tattoos. Yeah. And then that sort of then like – in order to keep – it's like a s- sort of like self-fulfilling thing where it's like, you know, your goal always with the social media is to get as many people to see your work as possible. So you you try – like you, you, you're always drawn back to drawing uh, – to posting what's like your popular stuff. Yeah. So if – if every time you post a black and gray tattoo and like a, a sleeve of black and gray tattoos, it's way more popular, more people share it, more people save it, more people message you to get booking to get yeah. that style of tattooing. There's just more traction on the post. And then you're always going to keep going back to doing that and ultimately that means everyone who books in wants black and gray tattoos and, you know, like- People get what they see. Yeah, exactly. So if you look at our Instagrams, you would think that we only do 100% black tattoos or black black and gray tattoos, but we do do a lot of color stuff. Always put it on the story. Occasionally I'll post it, but- Generally when I post a color tattoo, people don't interact with that post. Yeah, it's like for whatever reason, it's a really weird one. And I hate talking about algorithms and shit like that. But yeah, it's like if I just post a black and gray palm size tattoo and post a color tattoo- Palm size, the black and grey one, 99 times out of 100 gets more views and stuff like that on social media. I'm not sure why, but, yeah, there's there's definitely a sort of, like, trend of popularity at the moment with black tattoos being more popular. I wouldn't say – yeah, I wouldn't say it was, um, like, a like a conscious personal decision to go, like, this is the style I want to do. It's, like, it just evolves over time and you go, cool, well, everyone – most people are asking me for this, so that's the content you have to put up mm-hmm. and that's what people ask you for. And, yeah, you can dictate it a little bit and go, cool, well, I'm not going to post these types of tattoos. I'm only going to post these and then ultimately that's what people see. But, um, yeah, I think I think if you want to get the most out of – and this is – I would say this to lots of tattooers. I think lots of tattooers try and – dictate it too much themselves Definitely. and it, and it, and it actually hinders their ability to like build a career. It almost gets like lost in translation of where they're trying to direct their career because they're, it's that like age old debate of like, well, is it your 
art or is it yeah. my tattoo? Yeah, and that's like, you know, that's open for discussion and debate. But what I'm saying is the way I believe you can you can have the best ability to have the most enjoyable career, the most rewarding career sort of artistically and financially and the most control over your career is to get absolutely as many people as possible to see your work, do absolutely as many tattoos as you possibly can, expand your customer base to the biggest size it can. Then if you want to, at that point, really niche it down, nail it down and start to dictate and go, you know what? I'm going to really strip this back and just try and pursue only one style or one size of tattooing or whatever. That's the best way to do it. So it's like you've, you've got to like almost cater to what the people want initially to give you the ability to get the customer base, the size and, and the, the reach big enough to then go, you know what? I'm still going to be busy enough because I've got such a large customer base, but I'm only going to do this style of tattooing. Whereas I think most tattooers do it, try and do it the opposite way, yeah. which is like, I'm only going to do this real niche thing one way, one size, and they try and build it up later. And I think it's really difficult to do. Yeah. Just my thoughts. I agree with all your thoughts. Yeah. My dear. Thank you. It's funny um, how we have similar thoughts, you know. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do because we live together and we work together. We spend every waking moment together other than Thursdays now. If we had differing views on that, I don't know if we'd be together. Mm, <laughs> drama. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you this question and then I'm also going to say, can you please get that blanket and put it on Tintin? Yes. Thank you. Um, because if I get up, she'll wake up. <laughs> <laughs> um, this question is, what is your favourite chip flavour? Chippies. Chips. So this is, I actually feel like there will be some confusion over this. Oh. Because we cater to an international audience. Yeah. In, I think in a lot of countries they call chips crisps, but we call, we call hot chips chips and we also call crisps chips. Yeah. Like a packet of potato chips. I call Potato chip. crisps. We call chips. Yeah. But, but then, then like. Fish and chip chips. We also call chips. Yeah. Chippies. I just love chippies. All well, kinds of so fish and chip chips, which are like fries, mm -hmm. but thicker, there's only one flavor. Yeah. Chicken it's salt. either salt or chicken salt. And it has to be chicken salt. Chicken salt for sure. And for crisps. I don't like crisps. Call them chippies. For chippies. For chips. Like I also refuse to call them chips. I call them chippies. I've got a real nostalgia. This is for dad if he's listening, which I know he will be because he gives <laughs> me rev reviews on every episode. <laughs> So on Canning Street in Carlton North, yeah. there's a little wine cellar yes. bottle O. Is it J Jerry's? I don't know what it's called. No, no, no. no. You're talking about something else. Oh. That's on Rathdown Street, Gerald's. That's oh, a wine bar. Me. No, this is a little wine shop. Oh, okay. And um, I know I, the one you're talking about now. So yes. as a child, young child, I went to um, primary school on Canning Street and um, primary school on Canning Street, or well, on the corner of Canning Street. Yes. And- I was I was on a super restricted diet and stuff, but I used to always be able to get kettle chips from there. Yes. Just the plain ones. So I've got a real nostalgia thing for just plain kettle chips, which is the brand. But I kettle think- Kettle is so good because they're like crispy, but yeah. not too hard. My favorite flavor is salt and vinegar. Yuck. 100%. Hate it. Not this bullshit like <laughs> new salt and vinegar stuff, like just straight up old school- 90 style salt and vinegar. Yeah, so if you're from Australia, you're thinking like the pink packet of yeah, like salt and pink, vinegar. Yeah, pink whatever. packet. Yep. Kettle chips is my favorite brand. Yes. Uh, you can't get it as much anymore. Everyone no. gets the Rock and Deli or whatever. Or Red the, Rock Deli. Or what's the, yeah, what's the other one? Finn's. Smith's. Smith's. Smith's is like good. I think it's actually an Aussie brand. Um, Smith's. I think Smith's is too, yeah. Crinkle cut or every time. Crinkle cut's always and better. I feel I, like you get more flavor because it goes in the grooves. If I'm going Smith's crinkle cut, I'm getting- Salt and vinegar, but I do have a little soft spot for chicken. Okay. So that was actually the most detailed response from you from someone who never eats chippies because you're like, no, I, I, too unhealthy. And I love them. I would have a bag of chippies every day if I could, especially through pregnancy because they're just delicious. My favorite, boring I know, is just the plain – Original flavor, 
just salt. And then the second option after that is chicken. Always chicken. Even in twisties, give me the chicken. I don't I don't I would love to know. People, can you let us know? Do other countries get these flavors or they have different flavors? See, I find in America it's weird that everyone eats those little like goldfish things. I don't I don't even know what they are. <sighs> but things like so Red Rock Deli. And I'm not saying bad things about the company. If you want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> I'll love your chips. Yeah. But I remember I when they like became the very popular and everyone was having like the honey, honey soy. soy. Fuck that off. It, it was now good, it's but like, you know what? Because we had it in our school canteen. Yeah. It reminds me of school now. Now you can get the wackest flavours, like yeah. all this fucking weird shit. I'm I like, let's just go back to the classics. The other week when I was doing the groceries, it was like Thai basil lime or something. Yeah, that's a new one. I saw the ad for it. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Threw me. And what is it? Is it a Vegemite flavour now for chippies Probably. or is it- Something else that was Vegemite. I don't know. I just like what Maybe I- Maybe it was a Milo or something else Vegemite. It was weird. Milo? What? I don't know. Something did a mixed flavour with Vegemite and it. <laughs> I walked through and I gagged at the thought of it. Yeah, okay. Repulsive. Um, all right. Also love Vegemite, by the way. Yes. And do you know what? I finished our tub of Vegemite I know. Today. I had it for breakfast. Yeah. And you only like, left enough for I me know. to put it on like two saladas. Big Vegemite fan. If you don't like Vegemite, you're a weirdo. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, would love – so this one, I really don't know. This is me more so asking the question to this person again. They've said, mm-hmm. would love to hear you guys discuss baby items, etc. Your opinions are fucking refreshing. Okay, first of all, I'm not sure what baby items. Oh, can I just say quickly while we're thinking about people writing stuff in? Yeah. Well, while I'm thinking about it. Yeah. You know, the other week we had your customer, someone message you asking about like dating advice or like yeah. their boyfriend didn't like tattoos. And yes. We essentially said like, oh, if this is like, if you've obviously always had the tattoos and it's only now they're only me. just bringing it up. That sounds like they're just thinking, trying to find a way. Yeah. And then she messaged you back. Oh, I wasn't going to bring this up because I still feel bad about it. Oh, I couldn't work out if it was a bad, if she was like unhappy about it or not. No, me neither. So you didn't write back? I did write back, but I, I think I just said like something like, oh, I'm so sorry. Hope it's for the best or something. Cause she because wrote back saying they split up. up. Yeah. And, but I don't know if it was, it was like not clear enough whether it was, to do with what we said, or they just split up in before yeah, or after, they had or discussion before listening to our yeah, stupid and then advice. so if you are listening, I'm uh, so sorry. No, 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 no. If, I don't think we. I think we it. just answered the question. I but, think we answered the question, but also I would hate for it to be that <laughs> this person was in a debacle of which way they were going to go and they chose our advice <laughs> and that led them down. No, the I don't, path. I don't have any sympathy for that. If you, <laughs> if you ask for the advice, you're getting it. Yeah. You, you guys, it's up to you whether you want to follow through on it or not. Yeah. Hal and I are very honest people. Oh, There's not much beating around the bush. If you, if you want us to rinse you, we well, will. we got to remember Bella. These are, we just, you know, these are just questions we're chatting about in our land room, but these are real <laughs> people's lives. <laughs> That we're playing with you. Stop it. You know? Yeah, okay. Sorry, what was it? What you were saying about the baby stuff? She says, would love to hear you guys discuss baby items, etc." Like but, what? Well, I don't know. Are we talking about like what, like a nappy? Because I fucking don't I know anything it. about them yet. The only baby items I'm concerned about buying is a Wee 50 motorbike, <laughs> a half pipe to put in the garage for the skating, in the garage. And You're going to need a bigger garage. In-ground trampoline. No, I already found one. It's on Marketplace, 1500 bucks. It's got skate light on the top. Everything's sick. Oh, my God. And in-ground trampoline. Yeah. I, I, that's it. I had an in-ground trampoline growing up and it was great. When we're talking baby items, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. If you want my opinion on baby items, you, you're going to have to tell me the specific items. I've bought certain things and I have also not chosen yeah, to this could be like things, a because I'm like that just seems dumb. This could be like a reviews podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're the YouTube accounts that get the biggest fucking views, That's unboxings true. and stuff like that. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um, someone has said also more Sydney guest spots, please. Missed out last time. Yes, actually, something we do want to do. We've hey, got snooze, you lose, mate. <laughs> kidding, um, I'm kidding. Yeah, I broke heart, Cody's heart today. Actually, why? Because. He doesn't like when I'm not at the shop. 
for some reason. He's made that very clear. It's very heartwarming. I like it because I it's think- It's also very needy. Well, no, I like that he wants I, me there. I like it, but yeah, I think because he doesn't care if I'm there or not. No, that's not true. I think it's because I work next to him. You mm. work at the opposite end of the, of the shop to him. Yeah, because you who flung dung me down there. That's not true. You said I had to be at the front because I'm we're not nicest get, we're to We're not customers. getting into this argument, Bella. Yeah. I've offered to swap spots with you. You didn't want yeah, to Yeah, I'll take it. it. No, you said you didn't want to. I said no Another, because uh, I knew Cody would be upset. Um, Fuck you, Cody. Unlikely this year, potential for one guest spot towards the end Sorry. of the year maybe with Definitely us. Definitely not happening this year because I will give birth soon. And then we're pretty no, much No, no, no. I'm saying there's potentially we might do a quick little trip up to northern New South Wales towards the end of the year after the child. Oh, um, God, yeah. Yeah, which I've semi-organised. But that is very contingent on how things go, obviously, with the kid and stuff like that. And if, if the child yeah. cries too much. So I would tattoo on that trip, but, that yeah, that'll get posted about – um, yeah, it's at a shop. When we know. Yeah, at a shop if- that I've always wanted to tattoo at and stuff like that. So – that might be happening, but definitely next year um, we'll probably plan on doing, I'd say like at least five sort of interstate guest spots based around trips that we'll be taking anyway. Um, we're definitely going to Noosa at some point next year. Um, so that would be cool to organize tattoo up there. We do have a trip to Sydney that we want to plan based around some items we want to buy in Sydney. <laughs> Um, that sounds so sus. No, well, they're twenty five more percent more expensive online than they are to buy in store. So I know what the products are, but it's weird that you're not mentioning. No, I don't want to mention them. Oh, okay. Um, I wonder what people are going to think they are. We're both getting a set of grills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd rather buy a grills franchise. Uh, we're we're also both going to get fake boobs because most people travel to Sydney to get them. Do they? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I can't remember the doctor's I name. I thought people travel to Thailand to get that. Yeah, they also do, but the better uh, way is to do Sydney. I don't know. I don't pay attention to body augmentations and stuff. Oh, um. Sydney, you probably yes next year, or yeah, definitely next yes next year, and yeah, a few other places that we would like to go. Yeah, all of the guest spots that we are planning, mm. we will announce on our stories with enough time yeah, to book yeah, an yeah. appointment. Yeah. So yeah, but nothing but, uh, overseas hey, planned. Bella, you know what's crazy? What Sydney's only a one-hour flight from Melbourne. I'm aware of that. So if you don't see us ever coming to Sydney. You are always more than welcome to hop on a plane and come down to Melbourne. Ah, I see yes. what you did there. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, another one, love from Argentina. Oh. Thank you. Big love to Argentina. I've actually been there. Buenos Aires is really fun. I would really like to go. I'm going to say potentially the only – this could be a world first ever and like what? an only. Three AFL players doing – a scheduled training session in a public park in the central business district in Buenos Aires. Toot your own horn a bit Shirtless. More, I just, I just think that's such an obscure thing that might not have ever been done other than when me, Ariel and Jace did it. Is it really that crazy? No. You uh, were just working out in a public place with two of your mates. No, we're doing like full footy drills. Yeah. So? I've got a weirder one for you. Oh, Sure. You're going to be a real hater and negative on this, but I think these are (laughs) unique things. Okay. On the roof of the Mexico City airport. No, you had a massive long layover. That makes sense. I don't think any professional athletes have ever done a scheduled training session on the roof, kicking a football on the roof of the Mexico City airport. When you know the personality of you yeah, and Yeah, but they Ariel, don't know it. Yeah, but I do. But you're I not would the, expect that I know 1, I'm having. I know I'm having the conversation with you, but I just think <laughs> it's a unique thing. You're so unique, Dal. Yeah. You're amazing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what was that say? They said – was that – they just said big love from Argentina. Yeah. Is that, oh, cool. Yeah, I just wanted to include it. Oh, it was nice. Thanks. Thank you. Um, Bella, even though you're married – oh, how, how's this starting off? <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's harder for women? You actually said for women, but I'll Okay, it. come on. You know what for, they mean. For women with lots of tattoos to date. That. Have you got much experience with that, Bella? Is an interesting question. <laughs> I have zero experience of dating other than I'm glad how. to hear I'm glad to hear that. 
What, you don't want me to date? No, I'd be surprised if you were like, oh, yeah, actually, when I'm out there, like, on the, I'd be like, oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, That's I why have, you're never home on the weekends. <laughs> I have zero dating experience other than with Mr. Hal Hunter. What a lucky man. Yep. Um, I don't know. To be honest, I never really got hit on. I definitely don't get hit on now. <laughs> So maybe they just don't like me or maybe you, they don't like my yeah, toes. You got off the dating scene pretty early. Yep. I was uh, like dude. from a male's perspective, I- Hey, I've actually had um, someone tell me that I had sex appeal. Yeah, okay. Toot your own hole much? Yeah. <laughs> it was once and many years ago. Yeah. But, and you uh, didn't have any tattoos. It's coming to the grave with me. No, I had tattoos then. Not visible ones. Yeah. Definitely not. I had at least the forearm. That's very visible. Okay, you had spot. one tattoo on your arm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a warp to a bodysuit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it w- I think it would depend where you live. If you live in Melbourne, then I don't think it'd be an issue unless you're trying to break into certain like little cultures. Yeah. Um I don't think it's as much of an issue as it would have been a few years ago. I definitely still think that there are certain people who would be very off put by it. Um, but uh, they're not the people you want to date. Yeah, exactly. If, if you've you got have tats. tattoos, do you really want to be with someone who doesn't like you for your tattoos or their family might not like you because you have tattoos? Because to me that just seems fucking ridiculous if they're not going to like you for that reason. Yeah. And I would say sayonara, mate. I don't want you in my life. Yeah, we're probably not the best people to ask. But <laughs> Yeah. Um, I reckon we got one more, Bella. Only one more? Well, it's coming oh, wow. up nearly That's been a, a while. An hour. It's been an hour. The dogs are asleep. Uh, maybe we'll do like two or three more. Yeah, you just you read okay. them out. This one, weird one, but I like it. Yeah. F meaning fuck, marry, kill. Oh, my God. Fine line, traditional, and neo <sighs> This track. podcast has descended into nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have to fuck one, you have to marry one, you have to kill one. What are the styles? Fine line, traditional, and neo-traditional. Okay, I'm killing neo-traditional, I'm marrying traditional, and obviously I'm having sex with fine line. <laughs> Do you want to know why? <laughs> my answer was the same, but, yeah, I would love to know why. Because my heart's with traditional. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So you want that long term. Long term. Because the, the effing one you only have to do once. Um, fine line makes me think of woo girls. Yes. And they're attractive. And how, what's they're attractive. a woo girl? Oh, are you saying woo girls are attractive? Um, n- well, n- no, I don't think woo girls in themselves, the wooting and that, are, that's like not cool. <laughs> that's not attractive. But I think I'm going to like just save myself here quickly. Um, when I think of fine line, I always think back to what the perception of fine line was when people started referring to it as fine line. Yes. Which is not what it is today. Today today it's like people say, oh, I do fine line, but they do like what Teggy does or what Courtney does. Yeah, like you know, either like, like single needle or hand pot yeah, or whatever. They it's do, a very broad they, yeah, and definition now. A lot of fine line artists do like like either like real involved tattoos or it can be like even heavy stuff. Like some of Teggy's stuff that he does is like skulls and daggers and shit like yeah. that, you know, like a more aggressive style tattooing. It's just done with a fine needle. Yeah. But when I think of fine line, the term, I always think back to when it started to become really popular, which was like around the start of my career or a few years into my career. Which was probably around like 2014-ish. Yeah. And it was – 99% young girls getting it. Yeah. And it was almost, or well, the perception was from my end was that it was like an easy introduction into tattooing. It yeah. was like. And they were getting like the infinity symbol and. Yeah. Or like, like tiny bits of lettering, like stat- tattoos that were like so small and so thin that you could barely see them. Yeah. But, and then like a stereotype got sort of put around that term, which was like, oh, okay, you know, hot, thin 18-year-old girls get those tattoos. <laughs> Does that make sense? That did not save you the hot, thin 18-year-old girl thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's anyway, funny. that's my answers. Neo-traditional makes me think of um, – uh, this might be offensive to some people who do it. Yeah, say it. For the record, I do actually quite like neo-traditional. I don't, can't, like, I don't do it myself, but 
Um, it just makes me think of like tattoo candy magazines. Yeah. Yeah. Even Definitely. though like Neo Trad wasn't like the hugest style in there, but I think a lot of the tattoos in there led more heavily to Neo Traditional than they did to like yeah, the strip back. Yeah, even just like the fonts that they used in the magazine, it just screamed that. Yeah, kind of that's vibe. where I was like, so that's what I think. That That's why I'd kill that. Then, yeah, marry traditional and. Um, Lucky I do traditional yeah. then. Otherwise, you might. No, I'm me. talking about the tattoo style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. and um, yours was the same. Mine, mine was the same answers, yeah, but yeah. I don't know if I would give as much reason to yeah. it as you. <laughs> I because <put, laughs> I'm, put I'm thought, not into Bella. hot young eighteen year old girls. That's not what I said. <laughs> that is not what I said. Okay. Hey, that's at least gonna, it's legal I guess age. that's going to have to be the the name of the episode. It's okay. It's eighteen in Australia <laughs> no, is the legal we're age. We're not going down this path of conversation. <laughs> Next right. question. Another food one. Favorite ice cream flavor. Vanilla. We've answered that before, actually. Have we? Yeah. Oh, mine's also vanilla. If you cannot do a good vanilla, you don't deserve to be making ice cream. I just think, oh, and coconut or like lychee would be my next favourites. Don't get into the chocolate. Don't get into strawberry. Nothing like that. I definitely don't get into chocolate ice cream. Sorbets, no thank you. No, I love sorbet. Nah. A lemon sorbet or Fuck like a that. blood orange or Fuck something. Fuck that. Yum. No thanks. All right. It's whatever. not ice cream. Don't pretend Jeez like it is. Louise, mate. All right. I'm just going to pick anyone for the last one. Come on. People have got things to do, Bella. Um, Probably not. Myself included. You do not. <laughs> Which one is more traditional, cowboy or cowgirl tattoo? And which one is your favourite? Oh, God. I don't know if I can say my answer. Say your answer. Well, I'm going to have to go with cowgirl because I've got one on my back. Mm-hmm. So I've got to vote with my own best interests. Okay. Okay, so. But you have another cow person I don't know if it's a girl or boy cowgirl on got you two. Somewhere I on got your a leg. full length cowgirl on my leg from Jacqueline Ray That's right it's a girl Yeah um okay I actually think cowboys historically are more correct Yes but I think obviously there's a massive like popularity of people getting girl head tattoos Mhm and so the cowgirls become quite popular Mhm and it sort of has over time and like a nice, you know, good looking girl in a, in a tattoo is always like a classic tattoo. Oh, you're talking a lot about good looking no, girls. I'm not. <laughs> but from a guy's perspective, I think a guys always tend to lean towards getting girl heads. I would disagree. I reckon most of my customers that get a cow boy are men. I no. I'm how many people are you doing cowboy tattoos on? Well, I've done a Fuck lot of all. that one cowboy head tat that we've done, like the gentleman head that's cowboy. And What? Are you talking about the sailor? No, no, I've made it a cowboy. I've never tattooed the so it's that ca- face. I've, I've never tattooed that as a cowboy. Mm, okay. I've done him, way more girl cowgirls than I have cowboys. But that's because I tattooed way more guys. Yeah. So I would say I don't know where that goes with do girls get more guy heads than girl heads, but I think a female head is a more classic tattoo. I do agree. Then um, like historically you see like a lot more old flash, old paintings. Of w- woman heads. From, you know, the 70s, the 80s, 60s of lady heads. Yes. But that's because 99% of tattooers back then were men. Yes. They'd so do, therefore they're the old classic designs yeah. that we reference. Um. So that's why I think like a girl head is a more classic tattoo. That's why I believe more of them get done. Yeah. The gentleman heads became very popular. 2000. I reckon eight years ago, whenever that was. Yeah. Whenever that was. Um, Especially like sailor gentleman heads. Yes. There was a period where they all had like beards and moustaches. Yeah, and like the little stippled. Five yeah, o'clock shadow. and then like some, then like there was a period where they're really popular when they had tattoos on them. Yeah, that's I've, I've tattooed that one sailor head so many times. Yeah, I've done that a lot. Um, so so many times. Um, it's probably one of the tattoos I've done the most in my career, actually. Really? Yep, definitely. And 
So that, yeah, that's the most prominent male head tattoo that I do. Yeah. But yeah, I do the cowgirl a lot. But actually the one we do is the Tony, the, the cowboy, cowgirl related theme tattoo we do the most Polito is skull. the Tony Polito cowboy skull. Yeah. And are we saying that that's a man or a woman skull? I always assumed man. Well, I think, yeah, if you're going to really look at it and you look back into Western culture, I think a majority of it would have been cow people were boys. Cow people. <laughs> <laughs> and they were I boys. I wish I was a cow Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, look at Yellowstone, for example, your favourite show. Yeah, well, my favourite show that doesn't exist anymore, so fuck that. A lot. Well, m- most of the the ranch, the the people who work on the ranch are men. Yeah. Generally, women weren't doing those Yeah. Roles. No, we had a few discussions about gender roles and stuff at the shop today, so I don't want to continue it on the podcast. Oh, I'm sad I missed it. No, it was actually a really good, robust discussion because Cody robust. was tattooing his girlfriend, Rachel. Yeah. She has some funny opinions. That yeah, girl. so she was getting into it and that was good, but those sort of discussions that are like around sort of um, like political correctness, gender roles, all that sort of stuff – I feel like they're good discussions to have if everyone's being positive. But I feel I f- like everyone needs to come in with an open mind. But they're so mentally draining. Oh god, yeah. To have. So I left there. I was like, I'm so exhausted after this conversation. Because <laughs> everyone, so exhausted everyone from in the show, everyone in the shot was getting into it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, you actually had to think for once. Oh god. Yeah, I wonder what some of the customers in the shop were like. Do these guys talk about this shit every day? I personally think that our customers think that we're dumb idiots. Probably. They would think that we are the most bland. That's probably why people listen to this. (laughs) They're like, let's listen to these two idiots talk. Yeah, talk shit for an hour. We should call that we call the podcast that. Sure. Change the name. Two idiots talk. (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you yet again. If you could like, follow, subscribe. Don't say it in a joke way. I'm being serious. I am being serious. This is a direct call to action. I'm being very serious. No, nah, you're not because you don't even know like, what Like, follow, things- subscribe. But you can't subscribe to the podcast. You can yeah, follow yeah. it on Spotify. Come on. You're saying the YouTube one. We don't do that. Oh, God. Um, if you can rate the podcast, really happy with all the ratings. Thank you very much. If you do have a review or a question or whatever, just DM to us or contact us in any way you wish. Are we still on five stars? I believe so. I'm nervous. No, I'm nervous about mentioning it because I don't want people to go in there and try and sabotage it. Oh. Yeah. A lot of reviews actually, nearly 500 ratings. So yeah, really thank you you very much everyone. And something that maybe you haven't considered, if you think you know someone who might enjoy listening to an episode, you can always share it to them. That expands the listener base. Because we have realized- I've said that on so many previous episodes. The only way that we market it is by posting on our stories twice a week each. Yeah. So- um, and how actually, he usually yells at me because I only ever post it I'm once surprised it's actually getting as many listens as it does because Same. we barely ever put anything up about it. I'm but, surprised it's still going. No, thank you for listening. We've got some guests coming up soon, so that's exciting. We've got the Carlisle Threads coming soon. Most likely we'll be back recording in the shop so you get the viewpoints of um, everyone else in the shop. Um, some funny stories that's been going on in the shop, so I want to get a few of the guys on to tell them. And, yeah, have a good week, everyone, and – Happy listening. Happy listening. Love you. This episode is brought to you by Carlisle Tattoo Co. 178 Carlisle Street, St Kilda, Melbourne, Australia.